Hello and welcome to what can only be described as the autopsy of Doctor Who's 60th special. With me, your ever-enthusiastic host, and Keith, my over-opinionated co-host. He loved um, it, you can tell. <laughs> Just if, if I strip out all the stuff I don't like, if I strip it out, still... Five, maybe a six at a push out of ten. Oh, oh, Biff, Biff. Hello, Biff, by the way. Don't get me started. Don't get me bloody started, but we will cover it. Um, we will cover it. But uh, it's so goddamn bad and clunky, all that stuff, oh, that it's almost funny. It's <laughs> so bad. It's so terribly written. And so bad that it is almost funny. There were moments when I laughed and then sort of went, like the bit, the bit where she fucking corrected the pronouns of the doctor, and then the alien went, "My preferred pronoun is." It's like, fuck off. I started laughing at that because I thought, yes, because an alien gives a shit about this kind of stuff. No, Russell, it's only you. Um. Nobody give cough. There's so many conflicting emotions, right? First off, it was kind of like a mediocre middle of the season episode, right? Take away all the other shit. It was not even an original idea. It was borrowed from a Doctor Who comic from, from mm -hmm. the 70s, right? The only original stuff was the really shit, cl clunky crap that, that, that was shoehorned in there. It... The amount of positive oh, affirmation that was required. Right. Just, 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 just. I want. I just want to put my biggest fucking complaint was. Where the fuck was Wilf? Yeah, because he was. Made That's to be the in bit it I wanted turned. right at the end. You yeah. could just seen Wilf. I'd have gone. All's forgiven. But no, he couldn't yeah. do. He couldn't even do that. Well, he was in the reading. I thought he'd film scenes and was meant to be in this. So there may be the holding him to the third one. I, I generally need all the second, the end of the second one. But this was meant to be a celebration of Doctor Who. This was meant to be the 60th anniversary. And they've done three individual stories for a starter, which is fucking stupid, right? This is where you do a three-parter, right? They didn't really touch at all on why you, why are you back as they, you know, as uh, so I know that whatever we're going to get as the explanation for that is going to be shit. But... It's it's the positive affirmation. It's it's the the language that they kept using. Oh, your beautiful daughter. Oh, your wonderful daughter. Oh, your amazing daughter. It's like the th I, I've been saying this for years, right? The way you do this is by not drawing attention to it. The way you normalize this is by just saying your daughter. You don't do anything else. You don't use language that you wouldn't naturally use right you normalize it right the only the only genuine thing right that was marginally genuine <laughs> in all of that was uh, yeah uh, um the only genuine thing the only genuine thing was, was <laughs> sorry um sorry. Pew, pew, pew me if I give away 160 million pounds. Uh, it was 166 million to be precise. But anyway, the only natural thing, the only thing that, that felt natural about the whole freaking trans thing in this was Donna's mum's little speech in the kitchen. Oh, where yeah. She, where, yeah, that felt, that felt real. It was the only thing. It's like every time, oh, your wonderful daughter, oh, your amazing daughter, oh, positive, positive, positive. It's like, fuck, seriously. Russell, have you fucking lost your ability to write? I mean, seriously, or do yes, you now believe yes, in the message yes, yes, so yes. badly that you will shoehorn this bullshit in there because it didn't feel natural at all? And here's the thing, right? If I'd heard her talking, I would have thought she was a woman, in all fact. Well, she is. I mean, look, I don't have a problem that, that, that Donna's character, Donna's daughter was a, was a trans woman. I I do. I do because because she's a child. Wow, well, she doesn't look like a child. Fucking FGM. Sorry. 
it doesn't look like a child, although I later found out that she was meant to be 15, and I'm like... There, there, there is two sides to this, right? But putting that, that debate aside, it was all the crap that was thrown in. And then the, 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 it was the pronouns bit that just made me laugh out loud and then groan. Um, so I, I, I think Miriam Magdalene's is often overrated these days, and I didn't particularly think her performance was all that amazing. To I who's thought, that? Yeah, that was the person that played the meep, the voice of the meep. That was, I mean, it was just a bit meh. I, that was, that I mean, this was a sick... Go on. Is that the Rose actress or person couldn't act. Just saying. Yeah. It, it's, it annoyed. I mean, and then I, I mean, I watched Doctor Who Unleashed or Doctor Who Confidential Mark II. And it was kind of cool seeing that back, right? But then they had this whole fucking interview with her in the begin, in the middle of it. I said, I heard, you know, it's all about diversity and we need more diversity. No, we fucking don't. We are already seeing overrepresentation on the TV. There are stats to show this, right? Yeah. You represent less than 1% of the population. Less than 1%. And and every time you bang on about diversity, you're insulting the people that created for Doctor Who. For fuck's sake, Doctor Who, the very first episode was diverse because the guy that fucking directed it was a gay Indian fella who's recently been freaking out... At you know, interviewed recently. I mean, for fuck's sake, this show has always been, and I hate this language, but I'm going to use it for the point, progressive. No, hang on a second. Put a chicken in it, make it gay, make it lame. <laughs> well, just make it lame. Just make it lame. Uh, I, I, I was worried about this the minute I saw that effing interview with Russell T. Davis last week, and it it just got worse. This wasn't a 60 of that. What? This was meant to be a 60th anniversary special. You've got... I mean, I, I, I liked the bit where... <laughs> I loved the... I mean, there were moments I really enjoyed. I liked the bit when Donna and and the, the Doctor are in the ship. And, I, and, and genuinely, when the door closed down like that, I thought, oh, okay. You know, good nod. Good nod to Wilf. Good nod to how Tennant went out. That was, that was quite a nice little Easter egg. And then... You know, he does the whole fucking Marvel-esque word thing, right, to unlock her. And the first fucking thing she says, I gave away my money! And it was so Donna. Brilliant. I did, did you know she did a... Um, she did a Peter Capaldi-ism. Did she? She did. Wait. She did the... She did the she, no, Peter does this kind of... Yeah. He does like a point and a slight thing. And she did a Peter Capaldi-ism. Which I think was uh, supposed to be a nod to him, but I still. <sighs> that scene right, so, was so... great. That scene was great. That whole scene where she comes back was great. The whole anger that Tennant felt because she thought she was going to die. That was that. That whole sort of like few minutes in the ship was brilliant, and then you get the really stupid. And again, I laughed out loud because of how clunky it was. I mean, it wasn't clever. There was no cleverness in this. That that the entire reason we put a trans girl in there was for a fucking plot point, right? <laughs> binary, 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 non-binary. I just went there. <laughs> oh God, I still fucking find that funny. It's so bad, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, we're gone. Mm. I, I so this felt like Netflix Doctor Who. You know when yeah. they have the, the Netflix adaptation of Doctor Who and it's like it's not quite Doctor Who. It's Disney um, Doctor it Who. felt like that. It's Disney Doctor Who. It's on fucking Disney Plus here. Um, in fact, it has a great big Disney BBC logo on it and it's all over Disney Plus. So it's a Dis it's Disney. It's D Disney. Uh, and it's Disney through and through. And it's meant to have had a huge budget. I didn't see that at all. It felt like... It just felt tidier. It didn't feel epicer, if that made any sense. It felt mm. just tidier. It felt like Jodie Whittaker's. It felt it like felt, it felt empty. I don't. Mm. Did it feel empty? 
Not as bad as Jodie Whittaker's. Not as bad as the there's four on... people in the universe. The bit where the major battle's going on the street and the only fucking person that's looking out the window is the kid, who was really annoying. Um, it's just like, can, can, can just send a fucking missile through his window. Um, I did like the bit where he, he summoned them for the little trial and they were very reasonable people. I yes. thought that was quite nice. Oh, okay, cool. It was a good... That was a nice twist. Look... Again, cutting out all the wokey-wokey shit, right? This would have been a reasonable medium season episode of Tenant's Era. Um, you know, there were there were great... There were fantastic Donna moments. And I love Donna. Donna is my favourite favorite companion. And, you know, it, I, I just loved when she fucking got a memory back and the first thing she has is, oh, like, thanks, or you think, I gave away 166 million quid. That's what she pissed about because you're about to die and she's pissed that she gave away 166 million love it i i loved that man i genuinely did and i like the new opening credits i thought they were quite smart with the the, the, the tardis bursting through freaking things that was kind of cool but again the new tardis set well, what's your take on the new tardis set i want your opinion before i you want you want my genuine opinion of the new tardis set right you're not gonna mm. you're gonna probably go ah right so um, I hate it, but I think yeah, it's completely too. representative of Doctor Who. It's big, it's flashy, and it's fucking empty. Yeah, but that's the thing. Why? Do, I mean, that was a Russell T. Davis thing. He liked the big sort of sets that were very empty, and that's what it is. Yeah, okay, I like the fact that it's white. That's the only thing I like about it. I don't like the big... The, we've... Moffat's era was much better <laughs> when it oh, comes to Tardis. Right, so 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 the best Tardis in New Who is Capaldi's Tardis because it looks Great. like he lives in it. Great, it's got library shelves, he's got his guitar, it's got all these things all around it, so he can go and pick things out, and he looks like he lives in it because he does live in the freaking Tardis. Yeah, mm. <sighs> I did. I didn't. I didn't like it really. All that. The only thing I liked the white. I mean, the the light shows kind of clever, and I can see them using that later on. I mean, and the other thing, right? And again, I want your opinion. What, 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 new features of the sonic screwdriver. <laughs> oh, that's going to come back and fucking haunt, haunt people when it comes to episodes. Why doesn't he use the shield thing? Why doesn't he use yeah. the Iron Man style freaking screen? Um, yeah, I, 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 I mm, talk about setting yourself up for failure down the line. Seriously. If he turned I around hope. and he pulled something out of his pocket, and he goes, oh, oh, I've got one of these, yeah? And, and then he, he goes, oh, hang on a second, I've got two of these. And then use two of them, it goes, unfortunately, uh, they're the only ones I've got. Uh, that would be more acceptable. Doctor, everyone knows that Doctor's got massively deep pockets. Um, I'm pretty damn sure that's some American Disney producer that's thrown that in there to say we needed something cool, futuristic to sell this, or at least that's what they think to sell to, sell to American um, audiences. And that's not a slight on you, America, because actually Doctor Who used to be really fucking popular during Moffat's and Matt Smith's era in America. It was huge. This didn't... I, I'm sorry, the drawing of the screen, the shield thing was ridiculous, but it was even the drawing of the screen uh, when he met that unit bird that... Um, Oh, yeah, Ross. Ross, you can put her in a wheelchair, can't you? Nothing wrong with oh, that. Oh, yeah, you can put her in a wheelchair. That's fine. Yeah. It was the bit when the soldiers went, look, we, we got to go up a flight of stairs, and she was like, it's fine. I actually like that bit. It's just like, no, you, you do what you got to do, guys. I understand. Don't worry. Yeah. And why has, he got, why has she got a regular wheelchair and not a fucking cool electric one? Well, she had. It did have a few sort of James Bond-style yeah, gadgets, I know, but... the, uh, <laughs> which were kind of cool. <laughs> But it's again, it's a contradiction to what he was saying the other way. Oh, we're going to take all the bad guys out of the fucking thing. We're just going to put heroes. Oh, fuck off, Russell. You, you, he, I, I, he sees it. He looks in the mirror every day and he's, he sees some kind of white knight now, doesn't he? You know, you know, champion of the minorities, champion of the diverse, champion of, of, of all disabled people. Fuck off, you prick. <laughs> uh, sorry. I never thought I'd say that about him because genuinely when he was running Who the first time, I quite liked him. You know, I I, I kind of got over the whole fact that every alien running around Cardiff was gay. Um, I kind of got over that, but... 
Right, so BBC Disney have done what all Doctor Who's enemies couldn't do. They killed the Doctor, says Biffa. Um, Russell, I think it's Russell T Davis. I don't think it's Disney. I just think Disney just handed him the money and they they were his enablers. They're the ones passing him drugs. Ah, it's... Um, just... You know, it's like when you're just absolutely fucking baffled. You're absolutely baffled because, one, the, the, my first thing is that that episode, for a 60th, if you verse the 50th, hell, even if you first it to, what's it, Nightmare in Silver, oh, not Nightmare in Silver, Silver Nemesis with, um, uh, what's his name? That was still... Well, I, I I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I really don't. I'm just... <sighs> this wasn't an anniversary episode. There was nothing special in it. There was no amazing moments. There was no... You've wasted an hour of a story. And it was a standalone story that you borrowed from a comic set in the 70s. And actually, on Confidential, when they interviewed the two guys, they were kind of a bit bit dickish. Um, it, it, you have to watch Unleashed. Um, they're calling it I Unleashed. Barely, I could, I'm going to be honest with you. I could barely watch. I could barely I, watch the. You, the, the, the I, I, I was, I was laughing. I mean, by by the end of it, I was laughing it because it was so clunky. It was so. I've seen better writing in the bold and the freaking beautiful than I have in this, and that's saying something. Um, I mean, seriously, it got, it was so bad uh, 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 by that point that it, 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 it goes around to being funny. Um, and yeah, okay, I groaned, but then I just started laughing. It was just like, Russell, Russell are you seriously, you're getting paid for this? You're, you're, you're getting paid for some of this? I mean, as I said, the way you normalise this, and just, one day Hollywood's going to learn, what, and, and, and the BBC, and all these people that write, all these people that bang on and white night about diversity and all this bullshit, at some point, they're going to realise the way you make people accept this and normalise it is not to shine a light on it. It's to make it normal. It's like, you know, when we talked about that whole hoo-ha about Star Trek, I think it was the third one, wasn't it? Where there was this huge, massive thing about Sulu being gay, right? And you watched that Star Trek, and all it was was a guy returning home, hugging his husband, picking up his door, and walking away. There was no big, look at how amazing we are. There was none of this positive affirmation. It was normalized. That is how you do this. Um, this Chuck is slightly behind in the times. Um, sorry, I just have to highlight that. Um, I, I'm, it's the meat look good. They they spent some money there. I, I, I can understand where the budget went, but I, I, I look, there were moments when I saw tenant and I was like, yeah, you know, I love seeing him back, and and there's no argument. He's straight back into that role. I mean, straight back into that role. Um, and I love the bit when he first, you know, he first arrives, comes out, he's dancing around Camden, and he sees somebody struggling. <laughs> he hmm. sees two boxes. Sees so two boxes back. Oi! <laughs> that was brilliant. And he was like, "Oi, Rose, what?" <laughs> That was great. But then you get this emasculated man, husband, that, 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 again, was never what Donna was like. You know, I, I, you understand why Donna didn't take the surname. Why did the daughter not take the surname? Donna would never have insisted on that. Donna just didn't want to be Temple Noble. And they made a whole joke about it at the end of, at the end of when, when Thingy went out. And... I get that, but the, the whole daughter not taking it, and then the, then that whole stupid thing where, oh, we're women, we know how to give things up. Oh, fuck off. When has a woman ever given up on the argument first? When? Yeah, yeah. Every married man knows this. <clears throat> we give up first, because we want the quiet fucking life. If you're in a marriage, you bloody know this. The woman never, never gives up the high ground. Ever. <laughs> 
I, I watched I watched a great I have sent a, a great um think, uh, Instagram reel and it, it had it had the following this guy sitting there drinking coffee next to his wife and he's like kind of do you know why uh, they evacuate women and children first because some men can have some quiet and think out how to fix the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jay. Oh, yeah, you, you, Chuck. We're all in marriage, right? And I'm, and I'm, and I'm saying this. I'm saying this is a joke, though. But it was so. You have to watch it to understand. And it was just like this real sort of dig again. And it was Russell T. Davis just giving it up. Yeah, see, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, because most of the time my wife is right. And I'll never say that when she's listening. Um, but, um, I mean, it was just, again, clunky and silly. And and, and I want to say positive stuff about it, because there were some things that I liked. I liked the opening credits. I liked hearing the theme tune again. I liked seeing Donna again. I liked seeing Tennant again. It, it, in many ways, it felt far more like Doctor Who than... The whole of the the, the Cinnable thing, and that's the truth. It did. Chibnall, Cinnable. Chibnall, ch well, Chinballs, Cinnables, whatever it is. I'm not going to give it, you know. Um, it felt much more Doctor Who-like in that respect. But they've wasted an hour and nothing happened that, 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 that warranted a 60th anniversary. It didn't embody the entire 60 years of the show. There was no history there. Yeah, the, you know, the 50th embodied the history of the show. Uh, mm. And this this didn't do it. There was like loads of little Easter eggs right from the offset of the 50th, you know, the school, you know, mm. and the fact that and you had all those little nods and there was none of that here. I mean, this was the main, this was a 60th anniversary special. And the only thing we've done is basically buff up uh, Russell T. Davis' finest moment in his opinion. Because he thinks that Donna was and and the Doctor was the best season of Who that he's ever written. He's been very clear about that, and that's why he's brought them back. I, I told you at the end of this, you are going to beg for Moffat back. This was well, like a this was like a this was like a mid-season Capaldi episode, but he didn't have Capaldi in there, fucking chewing through fucking scenery. <sighs> I don't know because it was a bit sillier than any of the Capaldi. Capaldi's sort of. Oh, that's sorry. Right? That's actually. Hang on a second. That's one thing I really fucking hated about the Russell T. Davis era, right? Where he put all the childish shite in there. He said this wasn't going to be childish. That was kind of bullshit. Childish. Um, the whole meep thing was a bit childish, and like hail to the meep every five seconds, and the way the unit soldiers were reacting was a bit. It was like people playing with their G.I. Joe's <laughs> and then the way they, they were talking. Um, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, look, I have to watch the rest of it because I'm hoping at least at some point we're either going to get some other doctors or some stuff. Well, we know we're getting Bonnie Langford at some point. So when's that going to happen? Um, we've got to get, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Go on. Oh, hold on, hold on. Did you hear what the BBC said about the episode? What? They didn't like it. The actual BBC reviewed it poorly. You're kidding me. Let me find it. Kiko, you um, carry on. But I mean, they make this whole thing about Neil Patrick Harris. He's going to be in one episode by the looks of it. So you're going to bring back the toy maker and you're going to do it in and out within an hour. That's what we're getting. Three individual stories for the sixth year. Not like one epic three hour long tale, which would have been amazing. We're getting three one-hour things. The only thing that was good about this was that it aired in the UK at 6.30 on a Saturday. And he has confirmed that the Christmas special is on Christmas Day, which is where it freaking well belongs. Um, but go on. I, I haven't seen this. Um, hi, Steve, by fun. the way. Um, I'm trying to find it. Oh, man, hang on a second. Do you keep carry on, carry on. Oh, and I'll tell you the other thing, right? They interviewed the actress that played Tegan. The other day, right? I saw mm. her in one of the things. She's still fit. <laughs> Nicola Brandt. She's gorgeous. That's the one. She's gorgeous. Hang on, are you sure you're not confusing her with Nicola Brandt? I'm talking... No, she's called Tegan, wasn't she? She was the one that, that was... Um, um, what's Colin his face? Blake's. 
yeah, well, before that as well, because yeah, but she was calling, you know, the American one that was actually English. She that's, she played an American. That's Nicola Brandt, not Tegan. All right. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's still God, I missed the the regeneration when he regenerates. She's hanging over him, hat tied up. You're not watching him regenerate. Trust me. <laughs> you're not watching. You're not watching. And it wasn't. It was. Uh, it was David Tennant's wife's father that regeneration. So she started with um, Peter Davison, and it was Peter Davison's regeneration into Colin Baker. Trust me, you don't watch the regeneration. <laughs> He's down here, but that's not where your eyes are looking. Believe me. I'm trying to find this thing. I'm in trouble. Um, I did hear something today on one of the videos that, that about it. I just hadn't seen it. I think Gary um, alluded to it. But yeah. um, I, I'm annoyed by all the stuff. But there were moments that made me smile, which is more than anything that the chin, Chinable, whatever Chimbles era did. Um, so it did, at least it did that, but it was nostalgia. It was member berries. It was Donna and um, thing. But genuinely, that, that five minutes inside the ship was was good. Was It felt like proper, decent Doctor Who. Um, uh, trying to remember who the hot guy was on Doctor Who. Um, which one? <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah, it depends. You got yeah, and what time been, too? It's been quite a few. I mean, a lot of people fancy Jack. Mm, yes, and he said he had some stories about things being sent to him that weren't. Um, mm. um, so, um, yes, he was. He was often seen as uh, eye, eye candy. Um, I want to say more nice stuff about it, but it's hard. I mean, the interesting thing is, if you're in the UK, they've now started calling it the Whoiverse or the Who Inverse or Who Inverse, something like Hooniverse. Hooniverse. Universe. Universe. <laughs> um, which, which, because one of the things that Russell T. Davis wants to do is do spin-offs, and there is one thing that I am this much excited about because they'll probably ruin it but the one thing that i've always wanted to see and 10 years ago we got a tiny morsel of it that made me want more was to actually see paul mcgann's doctor in more than one episode in a bit and i always thought that paul mcgann was a good doctor and that 10 minutes night of the doctor that we got on the 50th anniversary was just again brilliant and there is a rumor that they're going to do a mini series or a limited series featuring paul mcgann i am i'm there for it mm. but it's got to be good and and again people are going oh it's going to be the hooververse and like and obviously disney plus want this and then it's just like i know i made a comment earlier on on some page somewhere and uh, because people go oh it's going to be amazing and i went yeah because it worked for star wars and marvel <laughs> And they were like, oh, yeah, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> um, I kind of want to see that. I kind of want to see that, though. I do. I, I, I've always wanted to see more Paul McGann as the doctor. And the thing is, the bastard hasn't aged. So, um, I mean, he really hasn't. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you look at him now. I, he was in something recently. I, and, and I'm looking at him, and then you go back and see him 10 years ago, and it's like, are they just locking him in some kind of freaking boxing and bringing him out? Because the guy just doesn't look like he's aged. I mean, okay, he's got a bit around the eye since he played the Doctor 30 freaking years ago, nearly, right? <laughs> mm. yeah. Right, so what's the next episode? Wild Blue Yonder, and this is the one that you do not see anything in the trailer other than Donna. The only thing that is in the trailer that we, we've been watching over the last year from this episode was Donna going, whatever this is, the TARDIS is so scared it ran away. Let's go kick its ass. Right? That's the only thing that they've released and this mini bit of the trailer today. This is the one where we might get the surprises. I don't know. 
but it's called the world blue yonder and we know bugger all about it other than the fact that donna spilt some coffee on the tardis and the tardis went batshit crazy which again i kind of kind of liked <laughs> that's how i lost my job i lost my job it wasn't my fault and the mother just looked away it was my fault. <laughs> okay brilliant and Doctor Donna's mum was fantastic. The bit where she runs up to the dot and she's panicking, and then she smacks him like that. I I, I like that. I did I did I did like that because it was like oh great. And then she's sitting there, goes, "You haven't seen him? Don't look at the alien. Alien? It's no such thing." Mm. And then it's like they're um, talking, and, and then the bit where they it, it, oh, they had the little almost sad bit where they're talking about Wilf. Yeah. And I, I like, that's why it's the bit I really wanted to see with Bernard Cribbins as, as well. I think right. we will get it. If they have cut him out, that will be sacrilege. Even if we just get a moment, we have to have a bit of Bernard in here. We have to. Mm. Um, you you have to do that. Um, and if they cut it out, I'll be very upset. But he was at the reading and he's shown at the reading. So either he was intended to be in this episode and they've cut that down because they couldn't film everything for it, but he has to have a moment at some point. Now, the episode left off with them supposedly going to visit Wilf. So I'm assuming that, uh, you know, whatever happens in this episode, the Doctor fixes they're it. Still, still not going to see Wilf. It'll be the last episode they see him. Mm. They'll literally close out on it. Um, but, you know, again... Why didn't we get all three episodes in the week? It's like the bit I saw some of the celebration. It didn't feel like the 50th. There was no like surprises. There was no little clips like Night of the Doctor that Moffat did. There was none of that. And there was no build up to this. It, I told you, when this is all said and done, you're going to sit there and go, you know what? Stephen Moffat was a lot fucking better. That's what you're going to be saying. Do you will, because even when he was, because he even he, he said that he was, he admitted that he had to um, put stuff in. I was there when he admitted it, and Capaldi was fucked off too. So I do I, feel there were there were moments that that were 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 shoehorned in here. Uh, and I, I just, I don't get where, look, you can say what you like about Russell T. Davis, Davis, you know, 15 years ago. And he did shoot, you know, he did put a lot of sort of gay stuff into, in, into, but it was well written. It was well written. And, you know, you know, and, and one of your favorite episodes is still an episode written by Russell T. Davis. Um, not the best. It is, it's not the best. And, no, and all the best one ones are Moffat, so... Yeah, but your, one of your favourites is his. It was, the, you know, the one when they were on... on Midnight. And, and it was one of my mum's, because mum thought it was so clever. And actually, as a you know, psychology thing, it was very clever. What happened to the man that could write something of that quality to go from that to having an alien talking about his preferred pronoun? Right, so and then I forget. You know, just forget the pronoun things and just look at it as a story. Yeah, it's still lacking. It wasn't his story. He stole it from a 1970s bloody. um, Yeah, that's why when you look at the writing credits, it's not just him. But it's like the what's it? The the Family of Blood. Remember the Family of Blood episode? Yes, that's taken from a book. Yeah, and I think it was written by, and that was still changed and suited better than it was. Yes. So, um, yeah, I'm just... Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, wait for Napoleon to hit streaming on the Jan the 6th. I also survived Wish the movie. Um, why did you watch Wish the movie? I know What's nothing about this. You? This is this is this is Disney's um, attempt to re- create an interconnected universe through this one movie, and they fuck it up, Roy. No, oh, what cares. Disney have another flop on their hands? Such shock. Um... Right, Disney <laughs> lost the ability to make movies because the message is more important than the entertainment. 
And they're still doing it, because wow. guess what? Guess what the news is this week? The Silver Surfer is going to be a girl! It's not going to be Norrin Rad. It's going to be the, the other one. I know, because there is a Silver... There is a Herald of Galactus that is a girl, which is fine. And yes, you can use her, but the Silver Surfer is Norrin I, Rad. Again, he's... I, I, I agree with everything you just said, except this is the MGU. So you know it's not going to be good. So they've not figured this. Have they not figured this shit out yet? It's fucking clearly, obvious. Clearly, well, yes and no because they're dumping the whole of that what's its face series on Hulu instead of Disney Plus. Um, what was it? The the, the blind girl thing. Um, the so, blind girl, deaf girl, deaf girl, whatever she is. Uh, I really genuinely don't care. Um, they're dumping that all on Hulu, so. Maybe, and they know, and Marvel know. I mean, the Marvels is it's been such a bomb, it's un unbelievable. I mean, it's done worse than anybody, um, has, has even predicted. Um, I can't soft boycott Disney. Have you met my wife? Yeah. Have you met my but wife? It's different, but it's different. You, you are celebrating what was Disney, you go to the parks, which is a celebration of what they were. Um, you know, let's face it, most of the stuff at the parks is what Disney once was. Um, okay, you've got the Star Wars thing, but again, you go there once, you probably don't go back again because it's... Because right. the fucking Rise of the Resistance always breaks down. Well, there's that as well. It's so... Um, it's so... Hang on a second. Rise of the, just talking about that, Rise of the Resistance is perfect way of describing Disney thing because it, it looks... It, it's really well produced, but substance-wise, not much substance in there and it keeps breaking down and people lose so much time with it, and it puts them off. I just... the, the, the company, honestly, I think next year, you, they, either they have got to fire their entire management, or within the next three to four years, you're going to see the park sold off, or segregated uh, out into right. the company. So, because they are in that much trouble. Mm, I, 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 I know. Um, and it's I mean, weird they've... to think that it's weird to think that they are now um, sole benefactors of Doctor Who internationally. There's, there's, there's no way they've made money this year. There, there, there is no way they have made money this year. You can fudge the books all you like. They have not had a hit movie this year. I mean, the Marvels cost more to make and advertise than it has brought into the cinemas. You can't continue to do that. Indiana Jones. <clears throat> Another huge tentpole movie that, that he spent a lot of money on flopped. How, how, how can you... It's not sustainable. Uh, I'm just, just pointing out, Biffa, um, if that's true, that would probably been the only bit the Marvels I might have liked. <laughs> um, it's... Um... It, 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 it's not sustainable. Currently, what is going on with Disney is not sustainable. Unless, you know, they, they somehow are doing something nefarious. Um, I, I, I can't see how this can be making money. We know the park visitation at the parks is down. I mean, the, the parks are still profitable, but they are down. But they can't be bankrolling the whole of the business. They, they, they just can't. Uh, the worst thing is they are so inefficient at the parks, it's annoying. So there's a one called the Tron roller coaster. We've been there. We would have been there three times. And they haven't put it up. Where Universal, they put the Hagrid's coaster up. They put um, the Velocicoaster up, and I think they probably. I think they'll have some other stuff there too. Um, I, I mean, the, the, Laurie says she likes her jungle. I'd love to go to Disneyland. I would. This isn't me. I, I mean, I'm a bit like I love Disney. I do. I love all the old Disney movies. I've got lots of them. I, I, and there's a lot of Disney stuff that I love, but current 21st century Disney has been shockingly bad. And, and the company is in trouble. They can't make a hit movie. It's impossible. And, they are, and that has to be on the plate of the management. Uh, you've, got I, to, you've got to fire these and get them to start hiring people that don't just want to write the message. Right. Can we just pop back to Doctor Who because there was something massively fucking egregious which they did recently. 
and I mean massively egregious. So during the 50th anniversary, you had Adventures in Space and Time, which was the uh, the story of the first Doctor, William Hartnell, who is the first Doctor, um, played by Filch from uh, Harry, Potter, Harry Potter, who's a, tra- a trained Shakespearean actor, and he's got some real chops on him when it comes to acting, but he played the caretaker in Harry Potter, and that's what he's going to get known for, which is sad. Um, they cut out Matt Smith, Matt Smith at the end. You say that. You say he'll be remembered for that. Actually, he, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, he'll be remembered for the Red Wedding. Oh, um, how many, right, hang on a second. Harry Potter fans versus Game of Thrones fans. How many? Yeah. Harry Potter wins. Sorry. That's true. That's yeah. true. But he, uh, a lot of people remember him for that as well. But oh, they'll on. remember him for that, but they won't remember him for his portrayal of bloody King Lear or anything like that, which he probably did a really good job at. Just... You, I, I, so Gareth, right? Because Gareth, Gareth is is incensed, a bit like I was with Russell T. Day. They basically did a BBC drama written by Mark Gatiss, who wrote for uh, the Moffat era of Who, and was in the last Peter Capaldi episode as the sergeant. He also wrote Sherlock. Um, anyway, good good thing. Um, and he wrote the the how Doctor Who came to be. Um, and and there was a brilliant drama. Um, and in fact, the guy that played William Hartnell, who Gareth is talking about, was so bloody good in this. They actually brought him in to yes. play the first Doctor in Capaldi's last episode. And again, he was brilliant in that. Um, and uh, at the end of the episode, it, it, it shows how he was largely kicked out and replaced. But there is a moment where he's told that Doctor Who will go on and he looks up and standing next to him is Matt Smith as the Matt Smith Doctor in the 50th. They reshot this and showed it again this year and they had to cut certain scenes out, uh, most of the Daleks because of rights. Um, It's also the BBC has recently got all of the Doctor episode episodes except the first four episodes of Hartnell's thing because of rights, it's all weird. Um, but anyway, they reshot this. It's 10 minutes shorter than it was. And they've replaced Matt Smith with Shooty Gatwa. And you think this is egregious. Oh, I, I think, think it's... it's I, I think it's an insult to Matt Smith. I do. I think it's an insult to Shooty Gatwa, too. I'm sorry, we couldn't be bothered to film a, 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 a 60th spin-off about the history of Doctor Who. So what we're going to do is we're just going to just cut and paste you into the one that Matt Smith was in on the 50th. It's easy. Um, the thing is, right, there, there is... The, the thing... I think the thing that I'm so bothered by is actually... I, don't, I, I'm, I'm, I was half looking forward to seeing Shooty Gatwar as the Doctor. I really was. Because I thought, you know, I, 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 I like him. I don't know why I do, I like him. I liked him as Eric. He annoyed me at times in sex education, but I liked him. And he was so, and you know, on paper and people who watch this show, I should have despised him. But I actually genuinely liked the character of Eric and I liked the actor and I was kind of half looking forward to him be, being the Doctor. And I, it's not him that's going to be the problem in Doctor Who. It's not. It, it is Russell's clunky, and to be quite honest, subpar writing. I mean, if you're going to include this stuff, at least write it well. Desperately trying. And then going, my chosen pronoun. Couldn't you? You could. There were so many ways you could have written that, right? There were so many ways you could have written that, but we went for the bulk standard cliche. My chosen pronoun is. My niece could have written that. I, I just, I'm trying to find the thing. I, 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 I can see I've got an image of it, and it looks fucking terrible. It looks so fucking terrible. It does. I just, I can't log into yeah. Twitter, which is not a bad thing because I, I, I'm not a big Twitter user. But it's on Twitter, and I'm, um, I'm, 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 I'm so, I, I'm just like kind of. Do you, do, do you not? Do not see. Can you can you not look past the fucking tip of your goddamn nose? No. Um he's <laughs> the answer. Um how to be stupid James said that GOT Game of Thrones was amazing. It was up until season seven. 
well, six, seven was okay. But you can't seriously tell me that season eight was any good because, you know. Um, but uh, Gareth here is not a fan. I enjoyed it, although I think all the best minutes, and this is going to kill you now. <laughs> if you go back and watch it, all the best minutes, moments happen in the last five minutes of an episode. And that is every episode of Game of Thrones. The best moments, last five minutes of the episode. <laughs> um, I have to admit, I'm looking forward to the second season of uh, of House of Dragon. I quite enjoyed um, the... Uh, yeah, Game of Thrones is good until season seven. And then season eight is an absolute freaking travesty. Um, but House of Dragon, genuinely good. Um, Matt Smith, fucking amazing in that. Um, Jen really enjoyed that. I I do think we are going to get a Matt Smith moment. I I do think we're going to see him in the sixties somehow. And if we don't, it's a travesty. But I I I'm pretty bloody sure we're going to get them, even if it's even if it's and it's going to be a new scene. Well, I'm oh, sorry, I found the clips. I'm going to show you the clips because they are fucking egregious on two levels i'm yeah i just you know when you sit there and, and you have to deal with people incompetent people especially like when working with them yeah and it's like okay fair, fair enough they, they do have other qualities yeah they are good at x or, or y but maybe they're just shit at this um so i just right so i'm going to show you let me just get this sorted so i can share this properly because i have to share Two shares here. So while you're doing that, okay. it's supposedly still on the cards. Um, in fact, it, there was something announced not that long ago. Okay. All right. So let me sh- let me show the uh, the the original. So let's put you on screen and put us like that. So this is the original. Because, this is the original because, ending of it. When you watch Hartnell, he he embodies Hartnell. Oh, uh, this is the thing. Is is it got to the, this is the bit where. They've from a story from a storyline perspective. I don't know if it's if if it's also biographical, but this is a bit. William Hartnell is leaving Doctor Who, yeah, but he doesn't really want to leave. He, he plays as curmudgeon, but when you see him interact with children and 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 stuff like this, yeah. So this is what the the the, the original fiftieth ending looked like, yeah. Oh shit! No, I pressed the wrong one. <laughs> Look how crap that looks. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna hide the screen and show the other one. I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm incensed. I'm actually genuinely incensed. Um, let me reload it. So, let me try this again. So here we go. So this is what the original ending looked like. Yeah. You had Matt Smith there. Yeah. That's simple. Just that nice simple little smile. He smiles back at him. That's lovely, but shooty gat worth one. <laughs> fucking... Right, hang on a second. So I'm gonna kill this one because it just makes it easier. So and we've got this version, yeah. And just look at the, the difference in acting. It was Matt Smith really subtle. Looks at him, says, mm, you know, I'm uh, I'm proud to be part of this, and you know, you got a legacy going forward. And uh, I I don't know what to say. I'm I'm quite speechless. Looks down. Da da da. Lot said with nothing actually said, yeah? Mm. Okay, we've got Shooty Gatwar, which is the bit, this is the bit I'm going to turn the sound off. You've got him, yeah? Gives me a little smile. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, fair enough. Looks back at him. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Why didn't he just give him the finger guns? I think, I don't know, I think that's going to be part of his character. Come on, he is a flirt. No! And that's why he's being cast. No, no, no. I it's think... supposed to be subtle and emotional and it detracts. No. I'm sorry. I, it's an insult I, I, to him I, as a person because I, that's my I, I first introduction what. to him and he's shit. I tell, well done. I tell you what, after season sorry. eight, after the season one, because they're now calling it, but after his season airs, I wonder if you still react the same way. If you do, I, I will I will say fair play to you. I understand it. But I'm just not sure that isn't part of who he is meant to be in his character because... Eric would have winked, winked at him. Yeah, but um, Eric is so, Eric, not the fucking. Doctor. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying, and I think that's what. Yeah, but I think that's what we're basically going to see. Eric as the Doctor. That's what I think we're going to see. 
Oh, let's fuck just... me. Shoot me, let's... shoot me now, please. I, I, get, get, me the, I, get me the gun. Shoot me. I, I, but there are moments where I think he can do well. But again, I might be wrong. <laughs> Gareth, the Gareth, first time ever. Gareth is broken. Fly my bloody brain. Gareth, 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 blow your brains out in, in January. We've got slow horses. <laughs> oh, yeah. Three. We've got slow horses. We've got season three of slow horses starting on Wednesday. <laughs> so, um, it's a, do you know and, what's really a, this? It's just. Oh, did you um? Have you watched Monarch yet? No, I'm, I haven't. Put, I haven't bought. I haven't got Apple back uh, yet. I'm waiting for Slow Horses. Today, Slow Horses actually, come back. I get Apple back. Episode three was quite good. Um, they they, so they cleverly right. You remember when um, you uh, you remember the uh, first sort of MonsterVerse, um, Brian Cranston Zilla Godzilla movie where you saw that black and white footage of him swimming through the sea, right? They linked that in the TV series. They showed it being filmed, right? And it was filmed at Bikini Atoll, which was one of the nuke. They nuke Godzilla. <laughs> they nuke him. And it's really bad because he comes out of the water and goes, oh, what's this? And you're like, oh. He said, what is this? And he's like, oh, poor Godzilla. And then they nuke him. You're like, fuck. <laughs> um, and, and, and they properly nuke him. Um, so I don't know how he survived that, but um, episode three, I'm, you see, I heard like Gary sort of said, oh, Monarch's going to be really shit. It's not shit. It's kind of quite good. <laughs> kind of quite enjoying it. Ah, have you seen, have you seen um, Godzilla minus one trailer? What, the Japanese one? Oh, it looks borderline horror film. It looks fantastic. No, I know, but there's one thing that's not in it. There's no Japanese guy going, oh, no, it's a good year. <laughs> I need that. I need the, that. I just, we can, we can, we can, I'm sure we can AI paste him into. I need that. Into, I, need, I need the guy going, Gorgia! <laughs> I'm running away. Just, it is not an authentic, God, it is not an authentic Godzilla movie without that. I'm, I, you, I, you think I'm taking the piss, but in the original Japanese ones, there is always some guy going, Oh no, Gorgia! <laughs> The problem is, right, and I think I've told you this before, there is, a, there is a guy here who owns a beagle that has got an awful sense of humour because he's called the beagle freaking Godzilla and every time it walks past, it's like, oh, Godzilla! <laughs> and I can't help it. <laughs> it is, it is, it, I can't control it. Um, but joking aside, when I get over this, um, I have seen the trailer. It kind of does look good. I do, uh, I do want to see that actually. So um, yes. yes, I have seen the trailer to it. It looks pretty bloody good. Um, but no, you should watch Monarch. Come on, you've got to get Apple I, I, TV because it starts I, I, on Wednesday. I, I, when, when, when? Snow Horse is on Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay, cool. I will get it on Wednesday then. Have you watched yeah. uh, Invincible on? Um, I watched Amazon? most of season one. I haven't got to season two yet on there. Is it any good? It's, it's it feels a bit Rick and Morty esque in comparison to the first season. Mm. Uh it's it has some downs, a few more downs than ups than than I'd like, but it's still good. The last episode where um you catch uh, Nolan catches up with um, what's his mush, um, Invincible is quite quite good. I I, I enjoyed that. Um, it's there were some funny ones in the previous episode, some two lots of sex jokes, which I found quite amusing. It's like, oh no, that's uh, um, while they um, while they're doing that, let's go over here, and it's like, and then it's like, oh, they got they're having sex now. Uh, let's go back over here. Oh, they're, they're, they're still anyway. Let me tell you a story, and that was quite amusing. I enjoyed that. Um, the reason that I know the reason they put that in there is because the end's quite grim, um, and then mm -hmm. you've got the what do you call it? Uh, the, one of the characters that group well, characters because it's the same as the Mauler twins. Do you know about the Mauler twins, the, the clones, where they don't know which one's the clone? Um, well, they do I know something, where it, something. Yeah, I know where it goes and I know how it ends. <clears> but I, I think this ends in the first, the 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 first season ended not not all the way through the first volume of the comic. So, yeah. where does it end at the end of this one? So, um, well, they've introduced the big Volumes. bad guy. Right. They've introduced the big bad guy. They, oh, I always describe him, I describe him as Freddie Mercury because he's just easy to remember because he looks like Freddie Mercury when you see him in the comics. Um, so, yeah. I'm, uh, 
that's interesting. That 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 put a smile on my face. Just everything. That's just. Well, look, come on, slow I mean, horses. We, I kind of need you. We we we've got some uh, we've got some good TV I, TV to review. I, I generally am enjoying Monarch. Um, you know, uh, for for all mankind, he's like an old friend. Um, being back, you either love it or you hate it. I've quite enjoyed season four. Third episode was a bit more interesting. Um, don't know where it's going. Usually by the third episode, you have a clear direction where this is going. And I don't know where this is going yet. Um, but the third episode was interesting. Um, there were some good moments in it. Um, so Apple TV has got some good TV at the moment. And, you know, it's going to have even better TV as of Wednesday. Um, so... Mm. You know, Wednesday is release day. Um, so we've got something positive to talk about next week, even if we are not going to be positive, potentially positive about who knows. It could be a lot better in the second episode. Uh, episode. I've been told it gets worse. I don't know. I don't know how you can get worse than this. Well, this wasn't worse. This was just average. Average with a dose of fucking modern day bullshit. But it wasn't even modern day bullshit, Gareth. It was clunky, badly written modern day bullshit. It was so clunky. It it was so bad. You know, there was so there was too much of this positive affirmation shit in it. And it was so bad and so obvious what they were doing. There was nothing clever about it. It wasn't even particularly it was dumb. That was the problem. It, I mean, I, I think some somebody's eaten half of fucking Russell T. Davis's brains because this is far from any kind of level of his writing. Look, he's always been one that's written stuff like this. But even when you watched years and years, and there was a lot of political bullshit in that, it was still far cleverer than this. It was still mm. written and it's a well. 60, and it's the 60th bit that gets me too. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm trying to think if there's anything else I can I was I can that, mate, I'm positive. still I'm still pissed. I, I yes, didn't watch it live. I watched it. I watched it on my phone, and I was just like, I was like, I, bits in this, it. I watched it this morning on the iPad. And I came back and I thought I'm going to watch it again, just to make sure it's not just me. And I watched it again, and the second time round the. That Rose, Rose, Rose brings the doctor up for calling him a he. It's like, really? You're going there? You're going there with two aliens talking about things. Did you just, you know, gender classify him? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yes, the, what, what is your preferred pro, the, pronoun? The My preferred pronoun. <laughs> I, I just like to point out that that was the, that was the cat version of Adolf Hitler. Yeah, I know. Just saying. These people who get you know offended over these things might secretly be some kind of totalitarian dictators underneath, or have the capability to be totalitarian dictators, and maybe that was slipped into the script intentionally or unintentionally. But that's how I read it. I'm gonna go home and uh, gonna go outside and set fire to myself out fuss fuss bloody station. Can we end this now before I start yelling and screaming? What like Don't I did make... last week. Slow horses, slow horses. We have slow horses. I have to wait till Wednesday. I have to wait till Wednesday. I know. Go, 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 go watch, go watch, go watch, go watch a freaking. All of it's on the iPlayer, so you can go back. You can watch, you know, know, I I just like to point out I rewatched what's the best episode of of Doctor Who, which is Heaven Sent. Yeah. It's the best episode of Doctor Who, full stop. Blink is probably a good contender for second, but Heaven Sent you can just pull out as a, a as a bit of science fiction on its own. Yeah. And it's just it absolutely brilliant. It's like the the enemy's grief, which is like, well, that's we fought the Daleks, why not fight grief? But just and it's like the bit, right? So it's like I just I'm just thinking like kind of the Remember the episode with Danny pa- Danny Payne? Danny Payne and someone I used to work with. Danny Pink dies, yeah? And they do it. They set it up in the most awful way. So he's like, kind of, he's on the phone. He, and then all of a sudden, she tells him he loves him. She hears a clattering noise. And then an old lady picks up the phone because, oh, I'm sorry, he's been hit by a car. 
And then she tries to fuck over the doctor. And then the doctor turns around to her. She apologizes and whatnot. The doctor turns around and goes, we're going to hell. And he goes, you're fine. He goes, no, no, you didn't hear it. We're going to hell. We're going to, wherever dead people go, we're going to find him. Yeah. And, and he does this great thing. And has this little warble in the voice. And it's just... Yeah. What the fuck? Why? What the fuck is this? A cat. We had a cat as the enemy. Did he have a litter box? Was there a litter box? Did anyone try feeding it catnip to try and stop it? A ball of wool. They could have used a ball of wool to stop it. I mean, I was never really a fan of that Danny Danny Pink moment, but you're right. Going back and watching it again, it's still 10 times better than anything. Um, But I think Missy was genius. She she just got better and better. She just got better and better. I mean, she was so deliciously evil uh, towards the end of it. And then even when she was on his side, she was still... (laughs) And the bit where she meets herself, again, her bouncing off... um, What's his face? Again, was brilliantly done. Mm -hmm. Um, Brilliantly done. Um, Anyway, yes, look, that's a positive. Uh, If you're in the UK... All of it's on the iPlayer, except the very first four episodes of the Hartnell era, because they can't show those um, because of rights issues, apparently. Um, but the Daleks is in colour. First Daleks episode has been put into colour and uh, looks quite cool. So, yes. And go and watch the real Genesis of the Daleks, because that's still one of mine. I still love that from the... Tom Baker yeah, it's era. a speech where he's Davros is in the he's in the chair and he, and he says says the thing about having a virus because would you release the virus and Davros says yeah I'll release the virus and you're like oh this guy's fucking evil and it's done so well and it's I think it's Douglas Ad- one of Douglas Adams' finest bit of writing mm-hmm. but and on that note on that sour sour note I'm gonna go I've had enough. See you next week, guys. God. Yeah, see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.